Hey, it's Cole. Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. My friend Adam is not here with me this week, uh, so it's just us. So thanks for coming and hanging out. And today we're going to talk about finding and living your creative purpose. And when we talk about creative purpose, what are we even talking about? I think we're talking about why am I making what I'm making? Why am I saying the things that I'm saying? Why is this even important to me? And I think a lot of people ask this question about their work life in general, about the things they spend their time doing. But we as artists get to answer that in a really unique way. We have a lot of say over the answer to that, those, those kinds of questions. And we get the opportunity to craft and mold our purpose, which I think is one of the things that most of us are drawn to in the process of developing our art careers. So I want to talk about a few different things that have been helpful to me to think through over the course of the decades of making things. First of all, see your purpose as a journey and not as a destination. Often when we talk about these kinds of things, we say phrases like, if I could just figure this out, or if I could just understand this better, we say things like that. But this sets us up to be agenda-driven. But creativity is not about an agenda, um, accomplishing a task. It's more about exploration than it is about hard and fast rules and answers. And when I started to make this shift, honestly, it not only made me enjoy my creative process more, it decreased my stress so much. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, I've allowed my creativity to transform into something that's more about exploration, discovery, and a personal process of transformation. When I was making music in my early 20s, I had this sense inside of me that I had to get songwriting right, that I had to figure out how to write good songs, that I had to figure out how to understand what good songs are, rather than coming to the songwriting room and allowing something unique and authentic and um, original to flow out of me. I think it was more about the process of trying to figure out what other people were doing successfully and attempt to replicate that. And honestly, it wasn't very fun. And it was super stressful. And now I think I have, over the course of decades of doing this, transformed into understanding my creativity, not as about getting something right, but as about um, a process of discovery and exploration. Which leads me to my second idea around this. It's to allow our creative purpose to change over time. One of the ways that we can find and live our creative purpose is by allowing it to change and transform over time. Over time, we as individuals mature, or at least I hope we do, um, and that means we spend our time thinking about and the things we spend our time caring about, those things will change. Uh, you know, we think about maybe a rich person who spent their entire lives getting rich, then they discover it didn't fulfill them in the way that it hoped that they that it would. Or maybe it did fulfill them and now they just have a lot of free time. So they start asking different questions or caring about different things. And for us, maybe it's not that we get rich and so we start doing different things or thinking about different things. But every one of us goes on some sort of individual journey and we begin experiencing different things and we mature and we start thinking in different ways. For me, when I first started doing art, I think that eventually I discovered that it was about bringing people together. And I've created a lot of events that do that. 
by the tens of thousands, um, bringing people together. And there's value and meaning to that, just in the act of creating something that brings people together for a shared experience. And I really love that. It creates meaningful relationship between people. It creates meaningful relationship between people and place. It creates meaningful relationship between people and performers. And there's something that is inherently valuable about just creating those connections. But as I've continued to mature as an artist, I've really begun seeing that there's something more for me that through a narrative, we have the opportunity to transform people. And so when we started creating our most recent theatrical show in the be- uh, at the end of last year that performed in the beginning of 2022 called Dragons and Fairies, I really wanted to approach the narrative from a standpoint of asking, how can we empower the people who are coming to this show? How can we help them see their life and their value and their worth through the narrative that we're creating? And so there were specific things that I felt were important to me as a creator in developing the narrative for that story, and it became a platform to do that. And I would say that in the past, that wasn't necessarily something that was coming through in my art, but as I've allowed there to be some change in my purpose and understanding of what it is that I want to do through the things I'm making, that's something that's emerged and risen to the surface. Because with time, our circumstances change um, and will inevitably change what we care about and what we think about and what we see in the world around us, which leads us to the next idea, and that is to seek out broad experiences. As artists, we create experiences, whether that's through people looking at a painting or listening to our song or attending our event. Uh, We are about creating experiences but it's also very helpful for us to have them. Whether that's as simple as reading something or going somewhere or meeting people or exposing ourselves to art outside of the genre that we typically spend most of our time in or inside the genre we typically spend our time in. It's not just about sitting in our studio creating. It's about going out into the world and experiencing, absorbing, couple Augusts ago, I went to Morocco and was walking around um, the bazaar in uh, one of the cities there, and just there were Moroccan lanterns everywhere, and I loved them. They're beautiful. And I thought, gosh, it'd be really, really wonderful to be able to bring back a couple hundred of these and make them part of our Dazzling Nights holiday light show. And so met some people there, figured it out, filled up a shipping container with a bunch of Moroccan lanterns and brought them to the U.S. to be part of our Dazzling Nights shows. Um, That is, I think, just a very small and simple example of how going somewhere can help inform what it is that we make. Um, I love listening to great podcasts. Malcolm Gladwell has a podcast called Revisionist History that I really highly recommend. And most recently, in one of his episodes that I was listening to, he was talking about this idea that in our current context, um, there's a lot of language around victimhood, uh, but he asked the question, are we continuing to hold that next to the conversation regarding self-sacrifice? Have we abandoned that conversation, or does that conversation still exist? Is that conversation around self-sacrifice still evolving and growing? Is that still part of our kind of collective human narrative? And so I think that's something that recently is just an idea I came across, and I'm not really sure how that will play itself out in my life as an individual or my life as an artist, but I knew that when I heard it, it really was a question that I started asking. And so I think it's 
exposing ourselves to experiences and ideas that are going to help us continue on that path of transformation. And as we do, it will help us further find and live out our creative purpose. And lastly, I think it's really important for us to make things for ourselves. Uh, the more success we find in our creative endeavors, it's likely that the more difficult it will be to continue to evolve in our creative purpose and maintain that and continue to move it in a direction that is attached to our own evolution as a human being. Because what we discover over, over time in our creative pursuits is the things that people respond to and the things that feel most successful in our creative um, work. And there's a temptation to just make that. And, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast about freelance work or commissioned work or even developing a body of work with some consistency. And all those things are wonderful and they can really um, help us in our endeavors to become a full-time artist. Um, and, and there's a space definitely for us to make the things that are working, to make the things that people are responding to. But we can't do that while completely eliminating, continuing to make work for ourselves. And when I say make work for ourselves, what I mean is to make work that is the current expression of who we are as growing and changing individuals. It's essential that we continue to make work that is just a, simply an expression of ourselves. Um, to not get lost in our success. And so those are four things that for me have been really helpful as I have continued to find and live out my creative purpose, um, seeing the purpose as a journey, not a destination, allowing my purpose to evolve over time, seeking out broad experiences, and continuing to make things that are an authentic expression of myself. And all, the thing, all those things, I think, are really instrumental if we want to be people who continue to find value and purpose in our creative work. As always, it's amazing hanging out with you. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast, and we'll see you next week.